everybody. Welcome back once again to the Pre-Game Effect Podcast. I am Ian, and I'm joined, as always, by Dom and Luke. How's it going, fellas? What up, what up? How's it going, everybody? I'm pretty good. Back, I'm finally in the swing of actually doing bartending stuff. Wow. I got tips today. Whoa. It's great. Did you make even, more money than uh, you would have in a kitchen already? Uh, probably. Probably. I like... I'm happy for you, but I also hate hearing that because I have no idea how to bartend. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fair. But I had the first actual had the first actual tip ship today. So oh, there you go. Nice man. Yeah. So getting back in the swing of things. Good stuff. So what have you guys been up to the last couple of days? uh i am getting back into the swing of doing nothing around my house uh came back from gen con this past weekend my first time attending it was a blast i had a uh i had a really good time and you know we didn't didn't schedule too much uh i went with two uh two friends that have gone several times before and they had talked about there were times where they had had just scheduled too much just running to different places trying to catch up with everything um so we had really only had the uh the true dungeon thing scheduled which was fucking phenomenal like i've I've heard people talk about it for a bit and it was really these two and i looked up a couple other people but basically we i mean you play D D for real okay so they give you these little like chip things like poker chips honestly and they have all these different gear on them so this could be a uh like a pirate sword that can only be used by these classes and then around it has all these numbers and when you fight something you put it into a little there's a magnet on this little like shuffleboard piece and you kind of push it along this table and then whatever number it lands on is what you would have rolled then it gets all tabulated and if you hit whatever damage you would do is one of the numbers that are around it so you can try and like you want to look for numbers that you know you could have ones where there's 14s but then there's a couple twos or there's more just eights all around so you're gonna do eight damage but there's no swinging it you know um then there's different items that you can be doing, all the different classes. I played a monk. I was a badass. I had 20 AC. Um, I got to do flurry of blows all the time, which so I had to like attack twice every time we did. And I had an absolute time playing it. It was so cool. A little over an hour. Um, they do such a good job. Like it's not just walking into a room, it's like fully set up. Like, I think we fought we fought like this like this dragon beast thing kind of like a science experiment almost and it's literally like this mechanical head comes out and it has all these lights and it's moving and there's fog or steam coming out of its its snout and it was so cool <laughs> like, <laughs> um like that was the big thing we did we signed up for another like rpg that wasn't dnd was really cool different system that we used um demoed one or you know a couple other games took a lot of pictures of games to look up because i mean nowadays it's been like this for a while but 
you guys know if there's a game you see it it's like 50 60 bucks it's like am i gonna like this you know Mm -hmm. i'm fine with spending the money on it look at look at all the cards we got sitting around but you want to make sure you're gonna play it you know so doing that and then uh trying to get frames for my artwork sitting behind me um it was just wild man played a lot of pokemon go too which was real nice but uh walked like over 30 miles thursday through sunday so that was pretty good (laughs) feet were only a little sore uh that's a that's a lot yeah yeah Yeah. and i mean that's the thing like for for big guys like us especially that's yeah that's a lot (laughs) and that's my feet hurt just hearing you say that (laughs) (laughs) with uh i went into it knowing i was going to be walking a lot so like i brought my little um I have like a, like a Theragun, but it's an off-brand one just for like my legs will cramp up, you know, we go play disc golf or something. So I brought that along. I'm like, just in case I need this damn thing. And I, I brought, you know, real nice compression socks and all this. So I was pretty good stretched out before we were doing things, but it was just cool, man. You know, to see they, they had their, they had their restrictions, um, had to have, uh i think we had we showed our vaccination cards and stuff and they had to wear masks i saw no problems about it you know there would be people maybe fussing here and there and like one of the comment sections or something but it's like okay then don't go it's whatever i mean they had i'm seeing anywhere from like 50 to 60 thousand people came through there and i thought it was at least me for my first time i thought it was extremely well run um I think some things had changed from last years or something like that. Uh, had a blast already looking forward to going on the next one, man. I, you know, now that I kind of understand how things run, I'll be able to look and see, maybe sign up for more events. Cause during, during Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, there's over 7,000 events that happen that you can sign up for. And then there's the on-demand events where if you get enough people, like they could fire it off. So I only touched two magic cards. They had magic stuff. I walked by a little bit. Um, they had convention booster bat, uh, drafts and stuff. So I, I kind of wanted to see what some people were pulling. It was it was cool. But yeah, I only touched magic cards once. And that was good. I'm signed by RK Post. So, um, but it was it was a it was a really cool time. Like I said, I'm very much looking forward to next year's and now having one under my belt so I can attack it a little a little bit better and maybe uh maybe get some more time on some games or maybe sling some spells there so that was super super cool that that's what i did <laughs> yeah that's I one like of those things i always... to like try new games that's mm-hmm. that's sweet like because i know one or two game stores around here do like a board game night where they'll try different games but like you said with how many games there are you gotta hope that they're happen to be trying the one or two games that you want to try yeah i mean there was i don't have the thing next to me but like we went into like i've been to big areas with uh, the table set up and stuff you know mm-hmm. um this was the entire indianapolis convention center the entire thing which is huge which yeah. is i've been to the indian convention center yeah we went to uh like they a star are very city there. not fucking around there yes yeah Accurate. i remember we went to a star city there some time ago and only used up like 
half of one of the rooms that they had. Um, yeah, and so they had that whole thing. Halls, I think. I think so. Yeah. Um, plus, I think five of the hotels nearby had all of their conference rooms used for different games and and like uh, seminars and stuff that were happening. Yeah. And there was also in Lucas Oil Stadium. So I didn't know that. We didn't know that until we got there because that's where True Dungeon was. Oh, wow. Um, we also, it was like underneath, which was really cool. Because um, then I took a picture of it. It's the entire field they had because it's turf, so it didn't matter. They just had this like plastic overneath, so it was just like a decent floor, but it kind of had some cushion to it. Um, but it was filled up with tables. I know like the Dragon Ball Super that was where a lot of their card tournaments were going on. They had the one section set up for Artemis, which we ended up playing, which was super fun. Uh, it's like a spaceship, uh, spaceship like simulator where everyone has a certain role. Like I was weapons. So they were telling me what to load up and when to fire at which enemies and shit. Like, yeah, it was a blast. Um, but yeah, they had that whole section too. And it, it was just crazy. Cause like, it's all connected as well. Like once, if you were in one of those hotels, like if you stayed there, you wouldn't have to go outside at all. You could stay inside the entire time with like yeah. the different skywalks and you could go underneath the street to then come up into Lucas Oil Stadium, which was cool. I but, forgot that all those underground things too. Yeah. And that was my thing. Like the true dungeon thing, they had three different, um, three different themes going on and it was all kind of in the same area they were firing those things off every i think like every five ten minutes i mean they they brought in some bank but i, I just thought it was really well done and for what they were trying to do with it so um but yeah i i had an absolute blast already looking forward to next year trying to expand it figure some more things out um all the artists they had there it was so good like seeing so many different things um i yeah i just i thought it was really well done i know a couple episodes ago we talked about star city kind of going down a little bit uh i i know i didn't touch like the magic stuff but i mean this was a huge event and uh i saw literally like nothing wrong with how it was done and it's it's wild to see that many people and like nothing's wrong at least in my eyes mm-hmm. this is my experience I'm, I'm one out of however many thousands and thousands um it was a blast though um uh, it was just cool like it's it's hard to explain i walked into that that first hall where they're selling everything and it closed at like six i think we had like two hours uh, to be in there walking around on that first Thursday and we didn't even get through a fifth of it. And I was like, what? Like we turned the corner and it just unlocked a whole separate section. I'm like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I got to come up with some kind of plan because if I'm bouncing around, I'm never going to see everything. And we were walking around on Sunday. I saw things for the first time on Sunday. I've been in that, I've been in that hall for three days at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I saw things for the first time on Sunday. It was wild. So, yeah, it was, it was super fun. I'm uh, very much looking forward to the next one. And hopefully uh, we can kind of get back to some, like, different things like that, too. It was it was just a good time. Yeah. So 
might might hop into some magic things i don't know seeing the like the in-depth or like the different the fringe games that were kind of being played like i used to play star wars miniatures back in the day and i mean like 15 years ago okay I haven't touched my miniatures minus like digging through to try and find like a droid piece or something for a little game here or there. Okay. They were playing that there. Now, granted it was only like one little tournament a day, but I'm like, could you imagine like coming to this huge thing? Like that's when you do this, right? You find these fringe games that you can go play. So I can only imagine the craziness, like, there was a bunch of commander going on. It was really cool to see all the different people. Uh, I miss some of the some of the people I follow on like Twitter being there, but I mean, with that many people, it was kind of hard to figure it out. So I can only imagine like the ridiculous ridiculousness of like, oh, we're playing, you know, pauper Canadian Highlander, but it's only in these random sets that we decided on six you know months ago and figuring this out with a different point system. Like I think it'd be cool just to see what's going on and the different like rule sets. So this I'm yeah in. this definitely does seem like the kind of event that's perfect for like I'm gonna find the other three people in the country that play this one thing that's my jam like this one discontinued or super fringe thing that's my jam i'm gonna find both the other people in the country that play it like the playing hall which was all table set up and it was sectioned off into different things i mean i know there's games i've never seen in my life holy shit guys that i saw people setting up like three eight foot tables together okay and this is this is side by side not long ways to put together a giant map and they had their sticks they they reminded me of like war generals going and playing this fucking game and i i went and asked them i said well, what are you guys playing they told me name. i couldn't remember it i can't remember it i'll tell you that right now they told me it and i said how long does it take to set up and they said oh we're setting up today and we're going to come back and play for the rest of the weekend and we hopefully finish up before sunday jesus <laughs> you're going to like you're going to get a game in maybe two but i'm sitting here i'm like god damn it that was so cool <laughs> there's there's a lot of games like that where it's like oh you've been playing the same game for the last three months yeah i would love to try it but i ain't got that kind of time yeah absolutely i I think that's why that's one of the reasons i really want to get one of those like uh the wormwood mgts Mm -hmm. with the the modular game table with the covers on it yeah Mm -hmm. you just take the covers off play your game it's like oh okay Let's just, we can leave it, cover it back up, use it as yeah. a dining room table. Yeah. And the next week, come back and keep playing. It was funny. They were set up, um, they were set up like 10 feet from another company that does like the same thing. And I was like, there's this gigantic hall that like Chessex Dice had, I think, four or five booths at. Okay. That's how big this thing is. Like when I went to, I think it was Dallas Fort Worth airport. I was in there for a few hours when I read that they had five TGI Fridays 
That's how like that's how big this fucking place is. It has There's five, five Fridays in the GI Dallas airport. Friday. Yeah. It you gotta take a bus to go to the different places, man. Or a bus or like a train like a tram. Yeah. I looked at that and uh because I think I was meeting someone and I go and look and they're like, Oh yeah, we can meet by this. And I was like, which one? Because they thought there was only one. I'm like, no, bro, there's five. That's insane. <laughs> and it's funny how sometimes that's how you'll like concept. I don't mean you, I mean the kind of more overall you conceptualize things. Because you somebody can say it's this many thousand square feet. Mm-hmm. That didn't mean shit to me. But there's but five Fridays me, in it. When you tell me an, an airport has five TGI Fridays and I can realize <laughs> that's a big fucking airport. Like that's yeah. huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like. So, like, with directions for me, people will be talking about, oh, you take, like, 480, you go to this, you get a hop on 71, you go here, here, here. And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't work for me, okay? Oh, oh, okay, so you're going to get on the exit that has the the Fridays and the sheets, and then you're going to turn left there. Okay. Now you're going to get off of the Dave and Buster's. Yes. And then, yeah. We're, oh, we're right by the Dave and Buster's? Oh, that's where I need to go. Cool. Yeah, I'll figure it out from there. Like that's how my brain works. <laughs> I, I can simultaneously take directions in both ways. Like yeah. somebody can tell me like a list of numbered routes and highways. And I'm like, okay, I know exactly where I am. I know exactly how to get there. But then you can also tell me, take a right at the old Burger King, take a left at the Taco Bell, uh, Jimmy John's combo, whatever. It's like, I, mm. yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I'm like, I understand numbers sometimes with that stuff. So I just like kind of like nod my head, be like, "Yeah, yeah, that's that's what we did. Yeah, that's where we took." Because I'm I'm hitting that age. I mean, should I, I turn thirty next month, right? Where we when once you get to the thing that you were going to, you talk about how you got there. And this yeah. is this, we're so far off the magic path right now. On this, we'll come back. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, hey, Gen Con was a, a damn blast. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to going back. Uh, it was cool meeting some of the artists, too. Uh, I talked to Steve Prescott a little bit. was a little upset he didn't have the uh, goblins from Unstable print. Mm-hmm. I already have one, but it was a little iffy. I should have taken it to got, him, uh, got it signed. So I think next time I uh, see that he's going somewhere, I'm going to try and do that. So, But, yeah, I mean... It was such a cool time. And then I know while that was happening, there was uh, what an RCQ that was up here. Some of you guys went to. Yes, I, I went to that. Uh, did the old good old fun O2 uh, go see my family. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, it was the first, the first time I played competitive magic in four months. And I know it's four months because that's how old my son is. And I haven't gotten out to play since my son was born. Um, and I played Burn. And I sit down across from a local player that we all know is a former guest of the show. Yes. Uh, David Lance playing um, Hammer Time. And when your Hammer Time opponent on the play, turn threes, putting a uh, hammer and shadow spear on his Esper Sentinel. That That's not good for, for burn. There's actually not a lot of decks that that's good for. 
Yeah. But Turns yeah, out. when you get to the point where uh, you're sitting there going, man, I really hope my opponent doesn't know the interaction between Sigarda's aid and equipment <laughs> and, and or forgets to attack. Yeah, Those are my outs. Yeah, and when That's, you're playing against David Lance, those are not good outs to play to. No, no, no. Th- th- those those are not good outs. Yeah, that that man knows how to turn little light, little white creatures sideways and have them kill people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The problem is when they're not so little. True, yeah. and they have lifelink. They can be little to start. Yeah, they start out little, but they're they they're growers, there. not showers. <laughs> and then uh, and then I played against. Uh, I played against Amulet Titan, and that did not go well either. That one it's, at least went to game three. Yeah. I'm like, I can't remember where it was at, who I was talking to. The fact that Amulet Titan is like always around, right? They've taken yeah. like the big hits from this. I could have, we, we could have been recorded this last time we talked. We might have. I can't, I can't remember. <laughs> but like they took what summer bloom from it. And then, you know, that they kind of like downed it for a little bit. Right. Um, I'm, I just imagine if they had, they still had that now. Right. Like uh, they wouldn't because it would get banned real quick. That's what I mean. Right. So it, the deck's just still, it's still crazy. Like, I, I hate this deck. I hate it. Oh, yeah. It, it's one of those things where, like, oh, it's because it's it uses the wording in a particular way so that it can get around the stuff. That's at least how I look at it. It's annoying. Um, I, I just, I don't know. At least when we were playing a lot, it felt like, there were people that would kind of all follow the same path. Like they would follow like the same decks and the people would walk in with this and be like, I am the smartest player in this room and everyone else can suck my balls. And I'm like, Whoa, what are we doing? Back a couple steps. Yeah. Like guys. Okay. And then like you could, you could get against them and like roll them. Right. Just absolutely take them to town. And I would every once in a while, you know, and afterwards, they they would just like talk shit. I'm like, okay, man, like, well, can you sign this slip that says I won, so we can go on with my day? Like, was like, get I'm, I'm trying to go here. get lunch. I beat you quick, so I can go get food. Yeah, like, and then they're sitting there, like, talk, trying to talk about their percentages. We only had like a sixteen point seven eight percent chance to get what that was, and it's like, come on, guys, just play the game. Yeah, like, but if I you're did. trying to do that, it, this it's a five dollar monday night modern like get over yourself but i don't know i it seems like i mean they keep getting things Uh, it looks like you know like i'm looking at one that's playing uh or i guess they're playing like cultivator colossus uh the dryad of the elysian grove it's it's hilarious to see uh, a boreal grazer like yep. actually getting played in modern when people were like shit talking that card for the longest time. Um, and it's honestly one of the scarier things that they can play on turn one or turn two because it just gets yeah. them two turns half the time. Yeah. It's uh well, and it's it's like the lands too have kind of gotten up. Like Saga, okay, they're playing that. 
and then they're playing the castle and then now they're oh they're playing Besaju too so mm-hmm. they can go find that just about at any point and because if you're playing green who's not playing Besaju? yeah and even if you're not playing green you can probably green. play green <laughs> so that's wild yeah. wild 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 one of these days we're going to put together the five color deck that is full of the cards that you know if you're not playing x x color for this card you probably should splash it and it'll just be five um, color splash just- uh there's there's vintage decks that are kind of like that because so, uh, if you're if you're playing black you should be playing death right shaman if you're playing blue you should be playing green for oko like yeah uh funny enough i just found you were talking we we're talking about hammer time literally just moments ago um and I looked at Hammer Time, and the first one is a four-color Hammer Time deck, and I'm like, I'm I'm intrigued. Uh, and it is a 75-card. I, I I'm looking at this, and I'm like, okay, they gotta be playing uh, Yorian because this is all over the place. Uh, no, Esper Sentinel, Noble, Ragavan, pa- uh, Pure Steel Paladin, Stoneforge, Omnath, Ren and Six to Fairy, Magnetic Theft, Colossal, like. Colossal Hammer, Shadow Spear, Springleaf Drum, Sword of Fire and Ice, Batter Skull, Cauldra, Sigarda's Aid. And then you get to like the lands, and I'm like, what is going on? This sounds spicy as hell, and it, I want to try this. It, it, that sounds like four different in a modern decks. league. Yeah, I looked at this, and I was like, this is ridiculous. The sideboard is all one-ofs. Chalice, Alpine Moon, Blacksmith, Skill, March of Otherworldly Light, a needle, prismatic and in relic, a magistrate, Gaddock Teague, Lavinia, Lion Sash, Bedling Mage, Rest in Peace, Sanctifier, Wear Tear. This is beautiful. This is by we'll we'll shout out whoever this is. Toscanini. Toscanini. Yeah, they five owed yeah. yesterday. This is this is beautiful. Because <laughs> I, I saw that hammer time went, but it, it was showing mostly white. And I was like, okay, I'll I'll look at that um if they were really dropping blue and it seems like they're still playing blue but some most recently were doing well with white and then there's this there's this <laughs> that's just like this is the deck is that when somebody says so what deck are you playing the answer is yes yes all yep. of them this is almost every single thing that i want to play in modern like if they couldn't just they couldn't just put like one lightning bolt in there just to like solidify wait there aren't oh, any no. no i no if they could just put one in there i would have been way more happier with this but that's okay it's fine like when i play the 80 card version of this with yorian and solitude and all that i'll put lightning bolt in for you yeah there you go oh phew thank god this is wild <laughs> that's wild. Ooh, maybe maybe this is what i play in vegas oh man well to continue moving along our ramblings as uh, we need to do every once in a while. Uh, again, shout out to this list. <laughs> Speaking of Vegas, Ian, I know we kind of skipped you in the intro a little bit, but I think we're just going to go right into what the rest of this episode is probably going to be talking about. They started to reveal things about uh, M- Magic Vegas, Magic 30 Vegas or whatever they're gonna call it here um it seems like there is several weekends of things smashed into one yes (laughs) so i booked my flight 
yesterday for this event because like as soon as they announced what the events were, mm. I knew I was going to be a hundred percent in not to say I wasn't a hundred percent in before. Mm. And then they came out with more information today on like entry prize support. The, like the event schedule is absolutely insane. This is going to be the craziest magic event I have ever seen. Yeah. So let's let's start with the main event. Uh, the main event is four slash five of the approximately 120 magic events or so. It is, there are four flights of what will be eight rounds of modern. Entry is $150. They are capping it at 224 players per flight. Mm-hmm. And so there's only 896 entries. Um, I'm going to be pulling a lot of numbers out in a minute here. Uh, shout out to the Faithless Brewing podcast for doing all this work for me and posting it on Twitter. <laughs> so there are four qualifiers, 896 total spots, $150 entry, which seems crazy, but you got to remember we used to pay $80 for a Grand Prix and those price payouts sucked and the vets were terrible. So all those entries, $150 each, they are bringing in $134,000 in entries. The just prize for pay- just for this just for the main event. Okay. The prize payout on the numbers. <laughs> the prize payout is in booster packs. But it's not just any booster packs. <laughs> what booster packs, pray tell? So, Luke, um, in the qualifiers themselves, if you make ninth through twenty-fourth, you get two packs. Of Italian legends. Current value on those is about six hundred to seven hundred dollars for the two packs. I wonder if uh, that was the same truck slash uh, warehouse that they found the other ones in, right? I would have to assume the truck. <laughs> um, so you get two Italian legends packs if you make ninth through twenty fourth. So six and two almost guarantees you two packs of Italian legends. 25th down to 128th place payout and prize tickets. So they still have like their normal booster box prizes on the wall and everything. Mm -hmm. Top eight of each of these events does not get Italian booster packs. They qualify for the top 32 championship event on Sunday. Just by making that event, you get two English boosters of legends. Current retail value on those is approximately $1,000 a pop. For each, mm. not the two. It is a single elimination modern 32-man event. If you make top eight, it is a you get to Rochester draft 24 packs of beta. And you keep what you open. You also have prize packs. For top eight, 
um, for fifth through eighth, one of your English Legends boosters is bumped up to an Antiquities booster. Wow. Second through fourth, you get an Arabian Nights booster pack. <laughs> and first place walks away with beta booster pack number 25. Jesus. So let's so add all quick, these. I do want to get into, unless you want to continue the prizes, explain to people what Rochester draft is, because that's not something that comes up very yeah. often. All right. So Rochester draft, uh, you can do this at home with your buddies. You don't have to do it with beta. It's just, it is fun. It is fun. fun thing you do. just can't normal draft with beta. Um, so you have everybody sit around in a circle and around the table. Open up the booster pack. Lay all the cards out. Person in seat number one picks a card face up. So you know what everybody else is drafting. Seat number two takes a pick. Three, four, five, all around the table. Then you bounce back around. Then the next pack, you open up. Seat number two starts. Goes three, four, five, all the way around. Bounces back to one. And you just keep going around the table like that. When you're drafting the beta packs, you have to draft your basics. So it is a very interesting format to watch. Mm -hmm. um, they did one, I think it was with Pro Tour 25. Yeah. Yeah. Go back and like, there's got to be, there's videos out there of all this stuff. Watch these drafts. It is the most insane thing to watch now. Just knowing the value of what they're holding. Mm -hmm. And you always have that anticipation of, is somebody going to open power? Are we going to see a Lotus? Are we going to see a Mox? I think that one, there was only one piece of power open. I think it was a Mox Emerald. I think so. It was one, It was on the lower end of the Mox end. But yeah. that Mox Emerald, like, an unlimited Mox Emerald right now, like, is about eight grand. Yeah. I think that was in the one uh, English one that was done because I believe these drafts were done all around, mm -hmm. and I there was also because I think it was beta as well, right? Yes. Yeah, they drafted beta. Um, I think there was also a UC that was pulled, but then I want to say a Lotus may have been pulled in one that was in Asia. Nice. If you guys keep talking about it, I'll, I'll try and look it up and to confirm. But I'm pretty sure one was pulled in uh, in another event that was somewhere. Mm -hmm. Well, it's funny too with like a, a a Rochester draft of beta, where you get to keep your pulls. And again, like you're still playing for prizes here. But I remember there was a couple of times where somebody was looking at it, going, "Okay, I have second pick." That basic island is worth several hundred dollars, maybe a couple thousand. Oh, it's not that much. That. It's not that much at this point. Yeah. Um, because I know but people when... were like second, third picking basic lands. Yeah. Well, that was because they were still playing for something. Because you needed to draft your basics. So you're getting these people who are playing 40 draft 40 card draft decks like 12 basics and just hoping. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's with all of the, the random stuff that is in beta right now. Like I used to have beta basics for my decks back when they were like six to $8 a piece. Um, they're a bit more than that now. I believe How much more? I'm scrolling down right now. Uh, 
the most expensive basic island is currently $66. So they're they're up there. Yeah, um, so, so. But then, oh, current current price for a Black Lotus from Beta is only $42,000. Ridiculous. I want to open one of them. Yeah. <laughs> so getting back to the prize support for this main event. So they're bringing in $134,000 in entries. And in total, across these four events, they're giving away one beta pack, three Arabian Nights, four Antiquities, 52 English Legends, and 128 Italian Legends. Current prices, that's approximately $187,000. That's just for the packs. The top eight players with the current approximate EV on 24 beta packs divided between eight people. Um, they put it at about eight to ten thousand dollars in equity in those cards alone. Mm. Plus, let's be honest, this is the only time that these people are ever going to be able to do this. Yeah, you can't just go to your LGS and it's like, oh, yeah, we'll just fire up a quick beta draft. <laughs> and if you are, I want to go to that LGS. Same. <laughs> um, there are also 2,304,000 prize wall tickets, which sounds like a lot more than it actually is. Um, one draft booster from a standard set is going to be about 400 tickets. But, one draft booster is 400 tickets? Yeah. God, that sounds crazy. But they're basically giving away, I believe it was, a, it was 160 booster boxes. So add all this together, and it's about $275,000 in prizes. Mm -hmm. So the downside of this, tickets go on sale, um, because we're recording this on Wednesday, August 10th. Uh, It is currently about 10 o'clock. Tickets go on sale for these events in 15 hours. I will be surprised if in 15 and a half hours, any spots remain. Yeah. I am going to be sitting at my computer at 1 p.m. tomorrow, and I am going to be clicking refresh, 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 book my pass, book my ticket, get the hell out of there. Because I need to play in this event. It's going to be the most competitive, like high stakes, especially modern event that I've ever played in. It was going to be uh, so much fun. I mean, it sounds like an absolute blast. Oh. I'm very, very jealous of uh, of it, for sure. Um, so, oh, and by the way, there's also approximately 100 and something other events going on that weekend. <laughs> yeah, including a $75 vintage event that they're running on Friday and Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, normally I wouldn't be able to play vintage because you know vintage but I have a lot of very nice friends and I have a lot of very nice friends who have really nice pieces of cardboard uh, Dom being one of them hey. um, 
And I may or may not potentially have access to a time walk, an ancestor recall, a mox pearl, a mox emerald, a mox ruby, a tabernacle, a bunch of duels. Um, I'm, I'm at least play vintage once for sure. That's that's so cool. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just so sweet. Like you were you were texting me about it the other day and i was just like all right so what are we playing like let's, <laughs> let's do it you know like oh man yeah, it's, it's so it's sweet insane um, to me. i also found while we were sitting here figuring it out so it was not beta what i was thinking of it was a rochester draft it was an unlimited draft during grand prix chiba mm. uh, they pulled a black lotus in that only fifteen to twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, like, and Pocket you change. have you have literal video evidence on Channel Fireball's Twitter of when this card was pulled. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like that is like the easiest way to like show us like, uh, yeah, this is a very pack fresh card. Uh, I opened it over there. How much will you give me for it? <laughs> um, so the vintage event that I'm planning on playing. So $75 entry, three rounds of vintage. And they're get, they're doing the payout and prize tickets. Mm-hmm. But for all the legacy and vintage events, it's not just go for your standard boosters. Mm-hmm. They have a separate eternal prize tickets uh, set up. They haven't announced what everything on the wall is, but they they basically came out and said that you can get packs, cards, and like old school magic swag. Oh, I saw and, some of that this weekend, man. Dude, oh. some of this stuff is insane. <laughs> like there is very good odds that the stuff you see there is the only time you will ever see some of these things in actual real life. Yeah. And just the fact that they are available as prizes for a side event is just insane to me. It's crazy. And I cannot wait to play. Mm. Just, just to like be a part of that too. I think it's yeah. so cool. You know? Oh man. I wonder what kind of, if uh like exactly when they come out with it hopefully they come up with the prizes beforehand mm-hmm. um I'm, I'm very interested like i have to imagine there's duels sitting there right it have to be right that maybe some like real off the wall real expensive cards mm-hmm. like you oh congratulations you 3-0 to this 75 dollars side event here's your tropical island or, oh, you played in two of them? Here's a chain to Mephistopheles. Mm-hmm. Just like, just get crazy stuff like that. Um, Legacy has the same eternal pri- uh, prize tickets with it, mm-hmm. but you it's a three-round event, but you only get prize tickets if you have two or less wins. If you have three and O, oh, you walk away with another one of those Italian Legends booster packs. Oh, so I'm enter 125, 125 bucks for three rounds. Yes. God. Welcome to Vegas. Welcome to high stakes magic. So, I mean, 
you play Delver, right? <laughs> See, that's what I'm hoping everybody's doing because I'm showing up with taxes. Yeah. Because if I'm going into a room and it, somebody tells me, hey, two of your next three rounds are going to be against Delver, I'm like, okay. Vile? Feel pretty good about Kill that. you? Yeah. Does it say that or um, uh, Naya Depths? I think yeah. it's a really good matchup against them. Yeah, I might, uh, might talk I to mean, let's be real. People. Hopefully something happens before then. I think I saw a countdown. It's like 78 days or something. Mm-hmm. That would be amazing, first off. Because that would be... <laughs> I, it's just going to be amazing regardless. It could happen <laughs> like after something terrible happens to me, you know, and I'll still be like, well, this is going to put a smile on my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is going to be great. It's a good day, everybody. It's a good day. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's going to be an absolutely insane weekend. That's wild. Uh, mm. There are drafts of everything you could ever think of. Um, I just took a glance over at this giant spreadsheet that somebody put together of the schedule. Uh, there is a fourth edition draft, only two hundred and fifty dollars. Um, oh, that's do... the uh, that is the price on this thing. Yeah, next to them. Okay, I was gonna ask that next. I see a Halloween sealed one that, of every Innistrad set. That's that's pretty cool. That's I think hilarious. that's pretty cool. I like that. Um, they have like a bunch of like random ones where I think they were calling it three of 12. I uh, get three packs of the last 12 standard sets. So you're basically building bigger standard and you build a 60 card deck out of your 36 packs. Wow. Um, there are a fifth edition. It's only 250 bucks. Yeah. If only there was any, like anything really good out of fifth edition. The seventh edition draft at $450 is actually insane because that was the first set where they regularly had foils. Mm-hmm. If you open a seventh edition foil birds of paradise, yep. that is several thousand dollars. Yeah. I, th- I want to say I've, I've been seeing five to 6,000. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Someone sent one to get signed by Beard recently, and he took a oh, picture man. of it. And I was like, I figured, I thought that's all it would be. I mean, he was signing yeah. avalanche riders for people, and I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you get all kinds, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, but yeah, God. there's, there's it, so it many different things. That, that like, the throwback draft, seventh edition, and like two spots away from it is Amonkhet block. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey man give the people what they want right yeah we're like there's a 30 dollar vintage event on sunday you just have less prize pool yeah well it's cool that they're like putting those different options i guess too yeah yes they're doing 93 94 they are doing 93 94 like and events. i might be trying to borrow a deck from one of my buddies because he has model black and you pretty much just go like mind twist you as quickly as possible or dark written to him to rock like stuff like that like just tear your hand apart play a random hypnotic specter or something on turn one just like all the fun like janky things you can do with the dark ritual like you won't see anybody casting ad nauseum or doomsday or anything like actually broken but yet 
the stuff in 93, 94 is somehow more broken. Yeah. I want to look into that. It's more broken. It's just meaner. True. Because at least when you're casting an ad nauseum, it's like, I'm going to kill you now. Okay, that's fine. Let's go to the next game. If you mind twist your opponent for five on turn one, it's like, uh, I guess I'll sit here while you try to kill me. It's just unnecessarily mean. Yeah. So I think my plan for tomorrow, I'm going to register for hopefully one of the Friday modern uh, qualifiers because uh, I'm flying in on Wednesday, so I'll have plenty of time to sleep, enjoy Vegas on Thursday, and just like actually get to bed at a reasonable time. Because like the qualifier is not until two o'clock on Friday. Mm-hmm. And I'd much rather play that than the 11 a.m. on Saturday because I'm in Vegas. I'm not going to bed at midnight. Let's be honest. Uh, last time I was out there, I was up until four in the morning every single night. Or like, or sorry, I was out until four in the morning every night. Fair. <laughs> Time is irrelevant. Yeah. And... Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna sign up for one of the Friday ones, and I'm going to just get my weekend pass. So that's already three hundred and ten dollars, which is scary to think about. But at the same time, with all these events going on, like, yeah, okay, cool. They ended up having a cap on the vintage events on sun, or on Saturday, and I couldn't get into it. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'll go and spend that $75, and I'll do this cool draft that I've never done before. Yeah, just having or, the opportunity. Yeah, because there's no way in hell that all of these fill up. And if they do, good on you, Magic. I'll see you next time. I'll know better. I'm going to hit the casino. Yeah. I'm going to go. We're going to go out to a good dinner. Like, because I'm going, I'm actually going with David Lance, uh, my friend Dan, and then uh, our friend Jimmy might be going. He's not sure yet, but he's buying his ticket anyway, just in case. Um, We have already been looking at Michelin star restaurants. And just splash out for a night or two. Yeah. Well, like the one-star Michelin restaurants that we're looking at, like are reasonably a hundred to one hundred fifty dollars a person. It's not bad. Like that's not bad at all. Mm-mm. I was expecting like three hundred minimum, but no, it's actually like reasonable price. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna take our business casual clothes out there. Like we ain't going anything black tie, but yeah, we'll take our nicer clothes, good shoes, and just hit at least one good restaurant. Because at the end of the I day, we're, we're going for the experience. Turns out, yeah. I was, I was somewhat joking around. It's like, oh, yeah, we should uh, try to book a place in Hell's Kitchen. But I'm pretty sure they're already booked past, uh, past October. Yeah. That, one, the that, place one like, that place is like Thank three you. months minimum of a wait time. Um, Roy Choi has a place out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so he was the guy that worked with um, John Favreau for the movie Chef. Oh, and yeah. They also did the Chef Show, I which is on Netflix. Show. Yeah, uh, yeah we, we have to finish up the Chef Show. Um, as someone who works in culinary, I, I don't know, Ian, have you seen the movie Chef? I have not. Okay. I didn't for the longest time thinking that it was going to be some cheesy bullshit that I didn't want to see all this. 
it's fantastic. It's legitimately one of my like favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just really well done how they put it all together. So this Roy Choi is who worked with John Favreau behind the scenes to make sure basically sent him to culinary school to get ready for this movie. And then the chef show is they're still friends. And they were like, Hey, remember when we went to this place and ate that really cool thing, let's go back there and talk to the chef and like record it. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's well, it's I know. So Roy really Choi's well big done. thing was like, they wanted him to be involved. So Roy Choi is the guy who made food trucks gourmet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's Kogi Taco Truck in LA that like kind of started the food truck revolution was him. Mm-hmm. And he they wanted him to be a part of it. And he would only be a part of the chef movie. He's like, okay, but only if you guys do it right. Yeah. I'm not going to put my name on this associated with this if you fuck it up like every other chef movie that's ever been made. Bro, I just looked up I'm looking at pictures of the food from his best friend restaurant at Park MGM. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Dude, yes. that's it's in they, that's featured in an episode of Chef Show. I, yeah, there's that. like one or two episodes where they're in there. And it's like the front of it looks like you're in a uh like a not a dairy mart or something like that, like a convenience store. Mm-hmm. And that's the yeah. entrance into it. It looks amazing. Like I am severely wanting to go here and eat this stuff (laughs) it's like and i'm like expecting it's like okay famous chef like vegas restaurant it's got to be expensive as hell but like four dollars for a side of kimchi like sure that's just normal yeah like oh my god yeah it's 34 ounce bone and ribeye 150 dollars yeah that's that says Vegas for you. Yeah. They're um it's amazing. Like definitely watch the shows too, because they talk about all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's really good. I'm uh but if I you go to the tables and lose five hundred dollars in the casino, then they might comp you it. So it's free. <laughs> I mean quote unquote free. Yeah, point. Well, I guess <laughs> here's the thing. You talked about all the prizes and stuff, right? Yeah. So you get one of those packs. Are you opening it? No. <laughs> That's where the gambling stops. <laughs> I, I can almost guarantee any single pack that I that I receive, except for the beta pack if I win the event, I will sell to a vendor on site. Yeah. Almost guaranteed. And then have a good time after that. Oh, yeah. If I win the event and get that beta pack, I am never selling it. Yeah. That will like the only time that I would sell that is like man, I I really need another couple thousand for this house. Yeah. Like okay, fine, I'll move it. But otherwise that would sit in my collection forever because of all the, the memories and everything that would be on that pack. Yeah. Like I I don't think I'd be able to move it. Mm. Unless somebody gives me a really good number. That's fair. <laughs> Very fair wild oh, man. i'm looking at this menu now too jesus like we we keep talking about the a food podcast <laughs> <laughs> we're in it baby let's go we're getting closer and closer <laughs> man closer and closer that's we ate at um oh it's next to 
the St. Elmo's Steakhouse in Indianapolis. Something and Lizzie, like Thin and Lizzie's or something. Not Thin and Lizzie's. Thin Lizzie's a fucking band. Harry and Izzy's. Just say, that's uh, something else completely. Uh, See, but it wouldn't surprise me if they had a restaurant because everybody has a restaurant in Vegas. Yeah. Well, we went to Harry and Izzy's. That was really good. I haven't had a steak like that <laughs> in a real long time. Yeah. Oh. Dude, so uh, like when you go to a place that knows how to do it right, oh, yeah, it, nothing beats it. Yeah, like the steak came out with my mashed potatoes, then no sauce, and I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> like I'm ready for this. It didn't need it. It was literally like perfect. I haven't, mm. like I said, I haven't had one setup like that in a while. Oh my god. I, I remember when I was younger, I was in Vegas and I was with somebody who high roller and we went to a, he, he was the guy that walks into the casino and everybody knows his name. Mm, yeah. And he takes me to the steakhouse and this is way out of my class. Way, way, way. I get a steak and the, the, the waiter, when he brings it, asked me if I wanted any sauce. And I was like, no. And he just goes, that is the right answer. <laughs> Walks away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With, um, I was like, I know I don't belong here, but I at least know that. Come on. Yeah. Well, so, slack. <laughs> so we get our steaks, right? And I'm going to say this because they don't listen to us and I don't really care. They deserve to be called out on the, we get our steaks. My buddy across from me takes um takes a bite or two and our waitress comes around and, hey how is everything well everything's fantastic and my buddy goes do you guys have any like a1 and i was like oh god bro and she uh the waitress just says hey you know we, we actually have our own sauce i could bring some of that out to you goes, oh yeah that'd be great she starts walking away she she barely turned and i said she should have smacked you in the face right here and then <laughs> just, to, just to even ask that question. <laughs> He's like, oh, I, I was just going to say sauce, but A1 came to mind, and that's all. He was trying to back talk. I'm like, like no, no, no excuses. No, no it's no not excuses. the fact that you said A1. It's the fact you asked for sauce. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I mean, we got their sauce. It was different. It kind of had like mm-hmm. a horseradishy, which I don't like horseradish, but it was still good. I had to, I had to try it. I gotta try it. You know what I mean? Well, I know so. if you get like a like a prime rib, often horseradish is an accompaniment to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm a little bitch when it comes to stuff like that, though. I can't do that. I'm real bad. Like, like buffalo sauce, I have to like I can eat it, but I can't like scarf it down. I gotta take my time on it. Mm. Oh, I'm terrible with any spice yeah. at all. Like Wendy's spicy nuggets, I do it. Uh, but I again, I can't scarf it, and I feel oh, like I God, eat one yeah. or two, and then it like opens up my mouth. I take like a drink of a uh, drink of like Coke with lime or something, and it just like messes me up, but like in a kind of in a good way. That I'm like, oh, I kind of like this, like, ooh. Uh, <laughs> but I, I can't do I can't do too much. Like I said, I, I can't do it too much. Uh, I literally put habanero hot sauce on my on my sandwich. Oh yeah, I'm I am a little bitch when it comes to this stuff. <laughs> That's okay. You know, someone's gotta be that way, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Save the hot stuff for the rest of us. We'll I'll eat the good food. You can yeah. eat the bland well, food. My one friend will be like raving about food and then they'll be like, Oh yeah, never mind, you wouldn't you wouldn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> There's 
there's some spice to it. I'm like, yep, you know me. Craziness. Wow. Um, well, I guess if we can get back on track for magic, if there's anything else we kind of need to talk about. I, I mean, know. I'll be honest, most of the stuff that's gone on in Vegas is literally going to be me figuring out what I want to do while I'm there. That's fair. Just Very that fair. looks I think fun. That's the right or way I'm to do awake. a trip like that. Yeah. 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 Like I'll sign up for the ones that are going to actually sell out. Yeah. Like I hope that I can type fast enough to get a spot in the qualifier. But we'll I hope see. So too. I want to hear about it. Yeah. That'd be awesome. But I think our entire group is trying to get into the same qualifier because then if we get to a spot where it's like we're both five and one, and if one of us wins, we can guarantee that they are in the uh in the top eight basically mm-hmm. we figure out okay what have you been seeing a lot of today all right i've been seeing a lot of this i feel like your deck is more favored let's chop it concede go home yeah like that that's something we are realistically considering <laughs> yeah. but we'll see we'll see how it all plays out hopefully i just like 6-0 and make it in like 602 into top eight and make several thousand dollars. I'm very happy with that turnout. Yeah. Sounds like a good, good day's work. Yeah. That'll uh, pay for the trip. Turns out. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it depends on how much it depends how much after. steak you eat. That true. <laughs> true. Like if we oh, hit how nice uh, the crap tables are to you. Yeah. Like if we hit salt Bay's restaurant, I might blow through that entire two grand. Yeah. That, Oh, damn. I'm getting hungry now. I'm going to stop talking about this. I know, right? <laughs> I thought you'd have more self-respect for than to go to Salt Bay's restaurant. Yeah, do better. Every like, like every person I've heard I've heard talk about who went there has just been, it's terrible. Just like overrated. I just showed you another yeah. good one, man. Come on. Let's go. The uh, John or Roy Choi. Do that. Yeah. No, yeah. trust me. I'll go there. That will be. I'm uh, Wolfgang. I'm Puck's flying out, out there. I'm flying out early. I'm staying later than everybody else. So there you go. smart man. Yeah. Smart man. I think. Uh, I think we're pretty much gone over everything that we <laughs> wanted to talk about today, and several things we didn't plan on. Yeah, hey, yeah. you know it happened. A lot, a lot of things we didn't plan on. <laughs> so from us here at the pregame effect, uh, go watch Chef Show. Apparently. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really good, man. <laughs> and the movie Chef. Yeah, it, it's just they do a really it's good a package job. deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, from all of us here at the Free Game Effect, y'all have a good rest of the night. Bye, everybody. Bye.